listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. This is Mike Mercadal. Will Watkins is not with me today. Woo! Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that is our uh, special guest today, a uh, friend of the show, friend of... Uh, uh, you know us as people you know also uh nary science hey how you guys doing uh nary uh some of you may know is my f- uh former co-host co-creator of the what's up bro podcast and it's very fun and you should all listen to it and we'll include links to all that stuff uh in the thing you're listening to it on uh, this podcast on right now Woobropod.com. dot com. yeah that's right and uh but yeah thanks for coming out and uh i'm actually traveling i'm in miami right now and that's why will can't be with us uh, but we're gonna try and get him on the phone. Yeah, even though we try to call him and he doesn't answer, whatever. Well, what do you think? You're too good for us. Well, Watkins is big time in us right yeah, now. Yeah, not only you know what it is. I think it's his. It's his first September. This is we're, we're, we're recording on September 11th, and this is his first September 11th. And uh, I'm gonna be honest. I debated on whether or not we should do like a real life 9/11 thing and look up some heroes oh, I and stuff. Be doing that. But I don't think I, 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 I would not. Do yeah, that. I would not participate in that. Yeah, that's. Uh, come on, Will, answer the phone. We need somebody to chime us in. Because I hope when we call, I hope we're we're gonna start off the show. We're gonna jump right into hero news. But Will is a big part of that hero news segment. It's just his voice. Literally, ah, Will Watkins missing out, missing on out. the hero news. Hero news. Hero news. Hero news. Hero news. Hero. 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 All right, well, that's a little, that's a little too much. That's that's. A, I, well, I went hip hop with it. He went jazz with it last time. He did. He went. He got bluesy. He with got it. bluesy yeah. with it. So I went. I went hip hop with it. You know? So uh, uh, every street with it. He went street <laughs> with it. So uh, thanks like, for listening, and uh, uh, we're gonna jump into hero news. Um, we got a couple things. They uh, they le- may or may not have leaked a new picture of uh, Apocalypse. Did you end up seeing it? No, I it's did not. got like the real kind of. The t- more traditional look, I'll say, from what from 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 what you were expect from what I was expecting, I'll say, and um, let me see if I can find let me see if I can bring it up for you right here, but it's definitely got um, legit like uh, looks, you know, like it looks like uh, he's got he's blue. I remember I I heard uh, Oscar Isaac on a podcast on the Nerdist podcast talking about like no, it's serious, don't worry, we got we got to figure it out, and uh, let me see. Well, it might be tough to. You see, okay, all right. Yeah, because he's got that jaw structure thing, that line that's always okay. been included. He's bl- like they show him actually blue. Yeah, I, I don't know. It looks it looks good. I'm starting to feel a little better. It was scary to see oh, it no, all purple. Look at him next to Storm. I have a picture of him next to Storm. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's Storm. But that there, there you don't see the effect of the jaw thing, the face cover. I think it's like a. Uh, how much? Maybe I don't know, but it looks cool. I'm just saying it's starting to look more like. But it's kind of weird because the cover that they had for the Entertainment Weekly didn't have that. Didn't have that. So That's... why why would they put entertain? Why would they release photos for Entertainment Weekly, it... which is a public, which is an actual publication, right? And not. Here's what I think. What I think is that there's some sort of transformation that happens that turns him into because remember apocalypse can change size size and and I guess shape you know like like he can put look different. I wonder if it's all appro- like proportionate. 
like when he changes size. You want to know if his dick grows according to his well, size? I was thinking more of his balls, but yeah, sure. Yeah, let's get, yeah, ball. no, balls. Balls are always jokes. an afterthought. I don't know. Dick you do jokes. ball jokes? Do ball jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be oh, weird if his balls stay the same size and his dick is like three stories tall? And he's just got, <laughs> it's, like, it's like <laughs> little little dots. Yeah, they're little dots, but they're like actual normal, real, normal size balls. But yeah. just like the one thing about him that stays normal is his balls. <laughs> this is hero news, everybody. This hero is heroic. News. We're talking about. <laughs> But yeah, so there was that. Uh, but uh, there's been there was like a lot of fervor over that, and um, uh, it, it, we, some people saying it's fake, some people saying it's real. I don't know, but either way, it looks better than what we've seen so far. I hope it included. I mean, it looks cool. It really does. Yeah, I, I think it does. Uh, it does too. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to chime in with Hero News? I got a couple. You got one. You got one. Uh, there's a couple things uh, on the Man of Steel uh, on the Batman v Superman front. Right. Yeah. There was rumor, and now it's been since confirmed that there is more Batman in this movie than there is Superman. Yeah. There was rumor that that the studio was request was saying that ba- Batman is so great in this movie. That, that Affleck is so fantastic as Batman that they want more Batman than Superman in this movie. Now, right. Zack Snyder, that was a rumor about the about the studio heads wanting that. I would now, imagine the studio wants... Ba- Batman's incredibly popular. They want as popular. much Batman as they but, can. Uh, this is supposed to be an equal parts movie. Now, right. as a Superman fan, when I heard that, I was like, I fucking hope that's wrong. Right. Cause you, uh, you, because you are you are outspoken Superman over Batman. Yeah. No, yeah. that... Because I'm a human being and I'm and I'm normal and sane, right? Not, right. I don't. But like that's a you know it's a weird thing. I the people who like Batman more than Superman to me are the same people who are rooting for Walter White. Like I'm fair enough. I'm very yeah, much yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. fucking psychopath. You are. Yeah, right? he's. And don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of Batman. I have a Batman logo tattoo. Yeah. I, you know. I'm. I'm you very, love them both. You love very, Superman more. I love them both. But whenever somebody goes, which one do you like better? I'm like, why would you like the psychopath more? That just very. That's very. It weird. speaks to the antihero in all of us. That vigilante. That the the the. Everybody wants to be a badass. Like, like I love Punisher. Like, right. right? You guys had a Punisher episode. I love yeah. Punisher. Punisher's fantastic. But I would never choose Punisher over Captain America. I'm like. There's a fucking there's like there's real. That's like, a good argument to make. I'm not gonna say it's not I'm a, like Batman's yeah. a psychopath. Like if you said uh, Nightwing over Superman, there's an argument to me. Oh, there's oh an right, argument. yeah, fair because enough. Nightwing is Batman without the fucking psychosis, without the look like he's, broken. He's a, he's a good guy. He's not. Like I just, I'm sorry, I just went into uh, Wreck-It Ralph mode right now, and you said he's a good guy, and I was yeah. like, and he's a bad guy, and that's it's okay. okay. Like, I'm <laughs> bad, and that's okay. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, Nightwing is everything that Batman is, except he's not crazy. Damaged. He's not, yeah, he's yeah. not, and his parents died in front of him too. So it's not. He ha- even- it's a. It's a testament that one guy handled it wrong, or one. Guy, there's two ways to handle yeah. it. There's a pla- a fork in the road, right. and it's like which side would you take? And the only difference between the two of them is money. Fair enough. That's the only difference as far as how to handle a situation. One of them yeah. was like, "I'm super rich. Uh, right. I could probably afford a therapist." But I'm yeah, gonna instead go of therapy, just, yeah. I'm going to just buy a bunch of uh, bat-themed weapons. See, but bat-themed weapons are totally okay, but it's his psycho- like He's right, yeah. really psychotic. Yeah. He's, he's, cra- really, he's crazy. He's yeah, Batman's crazy. nuts. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so in the Batman in the Batman v Superman movie, uh, that, that was a rumor. I was very much like, I hope it's not true. Zack Snyder has come out and since uh, confirmed it. However, in his quote, he said... It's only because we Superman had an entire movie 
to his own. Right. And we have to kind of set up the story of how that affected Batman, uh, Batman and Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Right. And so in the beginning, yes, it tilts more towards uh, Batman. Because I, this world doesn't have a Batman origin in the way that they want to show it yet. And this and this world doesn't have, the Nolan Batmans don't exist. And he literally, Zack Snyder said, as great as the Nolan, uh, but this is not the Nolan Batman. It, there's not, it's not like a continuation. Exactly. It's, so yeah. you kind of, they, he said uh, in the beginning of the movie, it's it, does tilt a bit more towards Batman, mm-hmm. but it does even out uh, uh, later on in the movie as far as equal screen time. Right, right. Interesting. I mean, uh, I hope it works out. I can't. Wait. I love. I can't wait to see standing Bat- ovations, bro. Bro, Batfleck, dude. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm fucking. You could if you go back to listen. If anybody hears the What's Up, Bro podcast, go back to listen to when Ben Affleck was announced. I was number one. This on board. is the fucking on board. This is going to be a good I was casting. totally I was totally on board with the idea of like everybody calm the fuck down. We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. I I, I, was, I was the exact opposite. I was like this is the best thing that's ever happened to Batman. Yeah, ever. but I'm like uh, again, okay, so that's going to come up in a second cuz we're going to bring up Hero News in a second um uh also of something else about actually waiting for the to see the thing before right. talking shit. Right. Um but yeah, I can't wait to see it. Batfleck looks like it's going to be great. Also, uh they released um The Legends of Tomorrow. Right. First look at Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Right. And they released the picture and man, fucking CW just putting people in leather jackets. That's it. That that is literally it. Yeah. It's literally leather jackets. But they have helmets. Well, they, they have, have the, the, the Hawkman, the, the Hawkman helmets. helmets and, they, and, stuff. And, very, and it's very much... They look very much like that, but the rest... Of, it's literally... Except not silver. The, in, the, in the comic books, are, their helmets are so... Are and like, I would like, want I would have wanted Hawkman to be bigger, I think. Hawk, isn't Hawkman like a big dude? He's a big dude. Yeah, sure. He's yeah. a big dude. I, I mean, uh, it's it's tough... To, to, Hawkman doesn't need to be. It's not like he's not. He he's a big dude, but he's not like the Hulk. It's not right, like right, it's right. not a. He's not. Like, he's not like a thing. It's not like a massive. It's you know what I mean. When you picture like a juggernaut, you picture a fucking wall. You picture, but that's not what, right. Right. Hawkman, Hawkman is just a strong dude. He's a big, yeah. Okay. I mean, have you read a Hawkman fine. comic? I've not read the dude. Hawkman I comic. I was late to that train. Like I read my first Hawkman comic. Uh, in fact, the first time I was really introduced to Hawkman was within like two years ago when I was reading a Justice League comic and he showed up in the new 52 mm-hmm. and he is like savage i fucking loved him I yeah was like, he's oh, a mo- yeah he's like a fucking what- sad like literally like i'm a he's murderer a bad guy, I'll yeah. Give a fuck. yeah he's and a I'm bad like, guy oh, this is amazing yeah it's dope i i i'm, I'm a big fan of hawkman now. yeah yeah so i, I mean i hope you they didn't show the the wings so i don't know how they're gonna do the wings if they're like oh they should do like metal like a jetpack no i'm kidding like 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 the <laughs> rocketeer just looked at that you're no, like no, no. don't do that but i just i hope it looks all right but uh but i'll tell you what like it, if it doesn't i, I, do you I don't want them do you were you what were you hoping because in the <clears throat> comics they don't wear any shirts they're like uh, it's more like I, I don't know how they're gonna fit it into the world, but it just looks like every other CW thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a C- very no, I don't CW know look. Like like if you look at the Green Arrow and you look at the Black Arrow, when they had they all had like that same kind of they just kind of all that's look the way similar. It should be. It's, and even in the same world, all of a sudden, if you show up wearing fucking yellow spandex, you're gonna be like, who the fuck is this clown? It looks well, ridiculous. They're fr- they're from other. Planet, you know, like they're from. But a in the comic other... books, they have no shirt. Hawkman has no shirt in a comic book. He's bare chested with a fucking with the X thing with the. With well, the he's jersey. got like a harness thing. Yeah, that's it. That's what you want. That's maybe uh, not exactly, but at least something that doesn't look like every other dude. That's a bit Brucey. That's a bit Brucey. 
That's so funny. <laughs> uh, that's but yeah, a call I back to previous episode about the Incredible Hulk. About the Incredible Hulk. That's right. That the Bruce name was they changed. Too that's gay. a very David Banner thing to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, no, I don't know. I just don't, I just was. I would like to see something more, you know, flat, like more flashy or something that looks that defines them separately because that shows just they all gonna because the Flash doesn't look like Arrow. It's much brighter. The the they're still wearing like a leather suit, you know. Yeah. But but the actual way it's shot is more colorful. The way the way the the that show is shot, yeah. But yeah. the way his suit looks when he does appearances on Arrow, it fits fine. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? I just I just think that that they had the opportunity to I guess the other characters looked I don't know, but they had the opportunity to make these alien people look like aliens. But I, maybe the, are with the wings or they're meadows in this in this in this in- incarnation. They're, they're aren't they Thanagarian like from again I know the the comic book I'm I'm talking about in in the show because they've never they've oh, never talked about other uh, other planets other planets in in the show they've talked about other dimensions though uh, and in Flash the last episode yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally the last well, so it's not like we've had a season to like take in okay it's yeah, been fair there enough. Are, there's maybe that's how they're gonna do it maybe, maybe. I don't Who know knows? but uh, so but one of the to me CW can do wrong. They're doing well. They I'm not saying the, story wise, they're right. doing, yeah, they're doing great. Right, so hey, the Adam looked great. You're right. I just think it. it I just think it's like cliche to put like these guys in leather outfits. Still, yeah, you'd be hanging around Watkins too much. I no, I agree with him on that. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree with him on that. You guys, you guys are synced up your periods. Synced that. up our periods. I know. Look, <laughs> the moon controls our cycles. Um, <laughs> but I do want to get into this, and I want to get too heavy into it because we're going to mention uh, where you can go listen to us talk about it. But we, both of us, we decided on what's up, bro. We did an episode of. Um, Mystery Woo Bro Theater right. 3000, where we went, we actually took our the uh, Neri's recorder into Fantastic Four, the movie theater, into the movie theater to, to watch. watch Fantastic Four, yeah. and uh, just man, and I gotta be honest, I went in looking to kind of badmouth it and see how bad it kind was. Of. Yeah, I was looking. You, literally, you were giddy. Yeah, You're like this is gonna be so awful. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> let's 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 find a way to make fun. And then throughout the course of the sh- of the movie, we re- I realized that. Wow, I'm and I'm entertained. This yeah. is fine. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, not only was it fine, I was entertained. It was so it was good. like, I thought it was good. I don't understand why there was so much hate for the movie. Yeah, and so my my my, whether it's good or bad or whatever, I'm not going to make that judgment. I'm saying I had a good time. Yeah, that's the that's the good. Yeah. I had a good time watching that movie. Granted, we were talking shit, and it was fun to watch and point out stuff. But we would have not been able to 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 enjoy it. Had it been bad, I mean, yeah. I feel like we would have been able to. We could not find as many Here, flaws in it thing. as we people talked about. We would have still enjoyed our time together at the movie theater, talking shit about a movie. Right, but we would have been able to say, "Oh no, that's awful." Yes, and we would have been like, "Oh, that's a bad day. what? That's this stupid. is terrible. This is dumb. Blah blah that's blah, a, blah. That's a dumb line." We would, and we still kind of said that about a certain. You know, there were some lines. Of course, we were like, that's no shit. movie is perfect. Right. I well, mean, I mean, few movies are perfect. Are like Godfather Two would God. disagree with you, but there's a few movies where there's few movies where you you can't. In the theater, there's not a moment of like, oh, that's right, bullshit. Right. Yeah, exactly. But in this movie, there were those moments, but they didn't it, detract from the movie. And it I didn't take away. And then I and then I, we we had the argument of or not argument, but we had the thought of what the people who complained about it must have not watched it. Right. I'm a firm believer in that. I and when I posted the picture that we took while we were while, while, while we were recording, recording yeah. people commented and my friends commented and be like, really? I heard it was really bad. And I said, from who? 
And they go, oh, they told me. And I said, well, did they watch the movie? Who, who do who? you know watch the movie? Right. And nobody could answer me. Nobody was like, oh, my friend Pepito. Like, nobody. Everybody just heard. Me, yeah. This is one of those situations where the modern social media landscape ruined this movie for yeah, people with, before, they have any, before they even had a chance to see it. There was one comment of one person who said, I saw the movie and it was really bad. And then he gave the reasons why he thought it was bad. And I was like, that's no reason to think it was bad like he said it's a oh, he said they spent a, a million dollars on reshoots and i'm like wait but you wouldn't have known about reshoots first of all exactly reshoots nowadays in hollywood happen all the time every single movie, every movie every movie they literally a lot for time and money for reshoots it's not even a thing anymore it used to be like oh my god it's so bad that they had to reshoot certain L- scenes like if uh and the argument i made was back to the future right if back to the future had come out um, in that, in in the social media era, the Twitter era, the behind the scenes bullshit, everything happening, trying to find out information, the whole Eric Stoltz thing would have destroyed that movie. Right, absolutely, it would have destroyed. People would have been like, "What? They're bringing Michael J. Fox in instead of Eric Stoltz, and then there would be a um, there would be a Stoltz versus Fox yeah, camp exactly. argument, exactly. and there would be pe- memes and T shirts being printed and shit like that." That's the that's the world we live in now, where like that's kind of Same, where that's what happened with the Ant Man. Ant-Man, yeah. Ant-Man, you know, Edgar... Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright left, and they were like, oh, there's... And people were just go- went in there already going, like, it's not going to be as good as it could have been. And, but we don't know what it would be. No we have idea. no idea. Yeah. Idea. And Maybe I they fucking ma- loved Ant-Man. Ant-Man was great. Maybe they made better choices. Yeah. Maybe it would have been a hunk of shit with yeah. Edgar Wright. You never know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, why, don't tell us those... You know, like, I don't. I didn't want to... And this movie was a perfect example of that, because I was entertained. Doom was badass. Yeah. Bro, uh, do, uh, bro, I don't want to spoil it. I but, don't, yeah, but it was great. I, I there's some the the only complaint that the guy on the on the on the thread gave the yeah. guy who who actually watched it gave that it was a valid complaint to me. However, I don't think again it just, it wasn't enough to take away from a movie. They said that uh, Reed and Sue is supposed to be a an epic love story. And it, the movie it just turned out to be like they were kind of flirting and giving each other like googly eyes. But it was, and I completely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's a but part I, of. Th- but I'm okay with them not being madly in love in the first movie. Right. That's it, a, yeah. Good point. Yeah, because um, that's that's exactly right. It's it's their in their mind. There, this is an origin story. Yeah. That love doesn't happen until, especially the way they told the story, where you it's. It's it's an accident, right? You know, like this is well. I mean, it was an accident in the first in in, in, in comics in right. the comics, but in the, it, it's someone. It's clearly someone's fault in this one. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I'm totally down with that. Like, I agreed with him. He's like, oh, it was supposed to be an epic love story. Uh, like their their story is an epic love story. But I'm I think that the way the studio was looking at it was this is going to be more than just one movie. So we don't need to rush and cramping the love story right, right now because we got other things to worry about and I, I'm totally I, I'm that. totally on board if they come up with a sequel to this movie which Fox said Fox has said yes Fox has said I, I'll like, see it I, you know what everyone should go see Fantastic Four period go period. S- make up your own mind about it stop listening to us we give opinion like I, I like this podcast. You give an opinion on something we haven't seen yet. Remember, we're no one's giving an opinion unless they've seen it. That's valid. Well, let me you know. You know it's funny. I, uh, I there's a YouTube channel Geekasm. I don't know if you've seen the Geekasm. Uh, 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 it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. She gives reviews on, on stuff that's geeky. Right. Uh, I hate her. She's the worst. Uh, but <laughs> uh, she she really is. She she tries to be funny when you're like oh you got like an amateur right. amateur hour. Right. She writes for. Uh, nope. uh, Daily Motion. One of those, she writes for one of those um, things. Maybe Huffington mm-hmm. Post. I don't know. But uh, she does a uh, YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. when she does a Fantastic Four review, it's a four-minute review, 
And the first two minutes, she's literally saying, this movie is shit. It's a piece of shit. It's awful. It's fucking... But she has not given a reason why. And, and like, literally a minute and right, a half yeah. goes by of her saying how bad the movie is, but not giving reasons to why what's bad about the movie. Right. right? It's not... It's not... It's, it's a weird kind of scenario where she does that. And then... She goes into why she thinks it's bad, and she talks about she talks about the end fight scene being bad. And I'm like, what the I fuck don't remember. are you talking about? Like, I don't think that's a bad. And then the this was my point of bringing this up is the comments. You should see the comments. People were like, oh, she suffered. She suffered through it for us. Thank you so much. And I was like, you literally are letting somebody else tell you what you think about right. a movie, even though you clearly. Wanted to see the movie. You were yeah. like, oh, she suffered through it. Thank God I didn't have to sit through it. I'm like, what, what do you mean? What? what do you mean, thank God I had to sit? Well, it's an experience. Like, like that's that's the whole thing is like, uh, you, it's that, it, again, and it has, it's, I love, social media is great for a lot of things. You get to communicate in a worldwide network of communication and all these things. But it also encourages people to have their opinions count when they have no foundation for their opinion right like if i'm gonna make an opinion about uh, a book i've never read or a person i've never met let's put it that way like oh uh what do you think of uh, will watkins and they're like oh he's a piece of shit i'm like have you ever met will watkins oh no no i just heard you know i had that same scenario i had that same conversation like, recently no. on, on another episode of uh of Ubra, i had the same conversation about carlos Messia, and because as stand-up comedians we are supposed to hate him because he's a joke thief he's a thief right uh I've met him literally. I met him last week for the first time ever. Had a conversation with him. The nicest dude. Like yeah. it, it, it kind of bothered me that he was that cool. I'm like, he was just a cool dude. Like, I, it was yeah. like, like you take away his name, which is not his. Uh, if you right, take away yeah, his yeah. name. I, I would want to hang out with this dude. I'm like, I'm literally, I want to hang He's out. He's a with nice this. guy. Super, not, not only super nice, super cool. Like, right. f- like just cool and chill to hang out with. I'm like, oh, but there is that thing where I'm supposed he to He still hang. did do all these oh, other no, things. Right. But Robin Williams did the same thing. I talked about this when Robin Williams passed away. Right. And, and Xander was like, oh, he's a great comic. I was like, well, he was a thief. I don't. Res- I never respected Robin as a comic, but I loved him as an actor. I loved him as a, as yeah. a, as a person. And, as, and when he'd be on panel and he yeah, would be interviewed. Yeah, as a person. And he would show. Yeah. And so like, same thing, movies. Going back to this, I don't want to. Yeah, get we're gonna too get too far off, off topic. But um, but it's but it is true that Fantastic Four is good. Go see it for yourself, right? And stop letting the real heroes are the people who paid money to go see Fantastic Four, knowing that it could have been bad, and they were gonna form their own opinions anyway. Right. That's because we sat there and we were delighted by that movie. We got out of that movie super pumped. Super excited! Yeah. I, I I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I, I was super pumped. Listen to the podcast. Uh, it's on wubropod.com. W u b r o p o d dot com, yeah. and it's it's on there. You'll see it. it I, I thought it was a great episode. It was, great. it was a it was an experiment for us recording because we had never I had never recorded never in a movie theater, and it came out great. I it came out great. I think it was fun. And uh, so that brings us to uh, our our hero today, our oh, hero of the week. I had a couple more hero news, but that's fine. You could do it. Oh, I mean, we, we, well, there was a the, the story. There's a story now. Run them that, down like a top five. Uh, yeah, just a story of the uh, what's we call it of uh, the the villain being confirmed for uh, Age of Ultron. Right. Uh, the uh, w- the Scarlet Witch, whoever uh, whatever her name is, Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen confirmed that it is a Baron Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be cool as shit. I wonder how he's gonna look. Is he gonna have the mask with the, the head thing and the guns? And... I'm, I'm hoping for it, man. I'm hoping for. I am still waiting for. I'm totally in agreement with you guys on the Incredible Hulk episode. You guys talked about how Loki's a shitty villain. I am totally. Uh, there are very few. Uh, 
um, more uh, MCU villains that I was actually very happy with. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, I forget his name. I'm really bad. Ronan. Ronan. I think was really good. I think it's solid. Was, I yeah. Think it was great. I, I I think that's my favorite villain. I'm not gonna say the best. No, no, no. You hate. You don't like. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, but but, but it's was, your favorite? My favorite. I, I liked it too. I liked Ronan also. I genuinely liked Obadiah Stane originally, like the first Iron Man. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very much. Jeff Jeff Bridges was a good bad guy, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah. loved it because all of a sudden he's like on board, on board, and then that Shakespearean turn, and then he's the Ironmonger. Yeah, I, 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 what happened? What, what I didn't like about that, but then is they that, did that every time. What I didn't like about that is that he was he was bald in the beginning, so he looked evil from the get go. <laughs> bald is evil. Well, no, you just heard it here I, first. I, I mean, as a bald guy, I'm telling you this. Yeah. Like, you look at the movie and you go from the beginning of the movie. Even when he was like, "Hey, Tony, I'm glad you're alive," I was like, "I don't think you believe that." Like, I like yeah. it just didn't come off like because you look evil as fuck right Jeff right, right. Bridges like, yeah you look evil as shit and this show yeah, yeah it's great but but like that I liked him as a villain he was the, that was the first iteration of yeah. that version of that villain and then they did it with Ant-Man did it yeah. and a bunch of things were like evil businessman with uh, suit bald bald that's right Ant-Man bald. oh Ant-Man uh, what's his villain, name whatever. cross bald yeah alright right. well okay so uh, any, anything else rapid fire Ultron bald Ultron, also no hair, no hair at all, no hair at all. I'm bald, telling you, bald Ultron. That's a fucking thing, man. Uh, yeah. It's a, the Marvel Universe is like we need to get a bad guy. Fucking uh, the, the Destroyer, what's his name? Ronan the Ronan. Destroyer. No hair, no hair. He just had the hood over Look the bald shit. head. The only one that's, that has hair is, is Loki, and he's not good. He was, so and he had the, he had the, he had the pretty nice locks. Yeah. And the long, luxurious so, hair. Anyway, that, 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 that's all I could think of uh, right now. Yeah. There, there was other news, but it's not, it's not worth mentioning. So it doesn't make a difference. Like Hellboy 3, uh, Ron Perman said that the story is too good not to do. Like they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're oh, man. I like, so I'm like so jerking. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing Pacific Rim 2? That movie sucked. Just fucking do another Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like really jerking off to I Hellboy, got like man. Blue Ball. Uh, the Crimson Peak, I want to see. You yeah. know, I want to see all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. but Hellboy 3, every time they t- say something about it, I'm just like, yeah, like yeah. rubbing my thighs. Your like that creepy, like, yeah. Your ears perk up. Like, yeah. Keep talking about that. Talk about that. Hellboy three, yeah. Um, now, now is it? That's all I got. That's, that's all it. I got. All right. So uh, that's going to bring us into our hero of the week uh, for this episode. And you picked an interesting one, and I'm glad you picked it um, because you picked Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. That's right. I love Lucy. I like the fact that we were trying to like, build suspense to who I picked, even though they it's going to be in the title in the episode, in yeah. the title of the episode of whatever device they're using. Uh, <laughs> Lucille, I I fucking love Lucille Ball. So you're. Uh, well, let's start with the. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Lucille Ball? I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Right. That's groundbreaking. Like, ground like it's. Here's the thing. Most people. I think now they're starting to realize, hey, like she was a bad motherfucker, like that she was dope. Um, but uh, I don't think enough credit goes to Desi, to be honest with you, uh, in, in throughout history. Uh, right. But uh, if you, like, I've watched a bunch of documentaries. De- we could do an them. entire episode on Desi Arnaz being like a a, a unrespected, like uh, overlooked hero, yeah. unsung hero. That's Absolutely, what. because and uh, he just think about it this way: he had a number one TV show in America that he a, basically created the format created the format he had a number one TV show as a Hispanic in 1950 yeah you know how many Hispanics in the 40s had, actually know, started in the, yeah, 40s. in the 40s you know how many Hispanics have had a number one uh, TV show in America since then since, uh, ever mm-hmm. three yeah yeah I mean, the, the, the <laughs> fucking thing, three. Well, here's the thing. So, Lucio Ball was born 1911. Like, people forget that it was that long ago. Yeah. It was a different planet back then in terms of entertainment. There was nothing like in, in when they started performing. It was vaudeville. It was vaudeville. It was all stage shows and it was all like, and look, she was 
incredibly beautiful woman, uh, uh, Lucio Ball, was incredibly beautiful. And then they, but she had so not to those standards. But she got, but she definitely got picked for a lot of that stuff as a chorus girl. And that, but that's how they sized her up. So in terms of like, you want to talk about feminism? That's like or like feminism and racism all stuff. That's like real feminism, yeah. real racism. When there was literally everybody was just like. This person, we're gonna put her in the back to dance and show off her legs while the real people get up and the men talk. And yeah. it was like, and then she just found a way to break through, and she she became uh, known the, for uh, for her like physical comedy, like and right. her vo- like like use being a presence on stage. Well, there's a couple. There's a, I mean, there's a, a lot of reasons why I love Lucy. But uh, first of all, as a kid, I didn't know this until uh, recently. Did you know that they she. Her pa- her dad passed away mm-hmm. from getting sick, uh, from eating ice cream. No shit. That's the time frame that they lived in. Right, like the so, ice cream could kill you. Yeah, the ice cream could fucking kill. You. Literally, the ice cream would kill. You. So he got sick. He died. Her mother remarried to this guy. Um, her mother, the guy that she that, that her mother married to, uh, remarried, didn't like kids. So they fucking sent her to live right in upper upstate New York. They moved to like Chicago or some shit like that. Their yeah. parents, her, her her mom and stepdad. And the fucking grandparents and what she stayed in because she was a quote unquote problem child. By problem child, she was like hyper. They fucking tied her to the, in the backyard with a fucking rope to, a to clo- run around to, a, no, to yeah. a clothesline. Like that's they just tied her up. They were like this. Just, put that little kid on a leash. Yeah, put and tie her. It's like literally tying up a dog in the backyard. Let let him run around in circles. Tie himself out. Wow, that's the shit. And then and, and that's was, the era. That's the era that was completely fucking normal. Yeah, like what the fuck? They're like, oh, we had to do that to our Susan. She's, <laughs> yeah. you know, our Susan's a hyperactive. She was talking about equality and all of these. <laughs> talking about like being getting a job and going to school. Uh, what kind of crazy shit I is that know. for my, a girl to be saying? My daughter was saying, "Daddy, look at me. Look what I." can do it. I was like, oh enough of that chick in Ugh. the backyard you go <laughs> yeah what the fuck clip uh but <laughs> uh, yeah no that's so I, I thought that was crazy uh that, that was a crazy story but she is so fantastic dude if you watch her interviews later on like her later yeah. interviews she still was super humble she was like i'm not funny i i just i whatever people put on a page i could i could mimic or i could do she was still saying that i'm like are you fucking crazy she was uh, so so i'll say that she is probably one of the best comedic actors uh, of all time My, i think i think so yeah one of the best period and and the fact that she did it in that time frame was also pretty incredible because there were other female uh presences that were uh known for their beauty pretty right. much and that's Marilyn it Monroe. yeah Marilyn Monroe and, and even then Marilyn Monroe came after right so you could say maybe Elizabeth Taylor maybe some other some other names that you right. that you would recognize but then you know like um it really kind of give gave like a powerful female lead you know so I'm sure at a certain point the men who ran all these companies were like yeah we'll send her off and we'll give her whatever but then as soon as it connected with People, I, I, here's the thing. Uh, she, she was so like this. The the phrase groundbreaking, yeah, is really an overused term nowadays. Because, nowadays, yeah, she legitimately was a fucking groundbreaker. She was, uh, I mean, just in the I Love Lucy show, it was the second show ever to use a live uh, audience. And by mm-hmm. second show, it was only it was only the second by like eight months. The first one it was eight months yeah. earlier, and it never that first one never worked out. And so when Desi Arnaz asked the studio, hey, we need to take, like, Lucy performs better in front of people. When people start laughing, the energy is different. Right. The studio looked at, looked at them like they were fucking crazy. They're Insane, like, yeah. They were like, 
live audience. That's fucking like this is TV, buddy. I don't know if you know how TV works, but we don't do this in front of live audience. And they were like, well, it works better. Because it was done like live, like the way the like TV was back then, yeah. it was live plays. They would right. just film peep from like one angle, and then they would literally have just people walk on stage, right. a curtain go up and down, you know. Or yeah, if you watch Andy Griffith show, that wasn't in front of a live audience. No, yeah, the Andy Griffith show, especially the earlier seasons where it's all black and white, they yeah. literally would just perform for the camera. Yeah, was it was no a, that audience. was like a, a one camera comedy or drama right. what you would see now. Yeah. Remember as a kid when you would hear that when you would watch a TV show like Full House and you're like Full House was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Right. And you didn't know really what that meant what as did a that kid. Mean? I didn't know what the fuck. I'm like, yeah, they're all filmed in front of a live studio audience because yeah. every show would say that and then you look back and you go, "Oh no. That started somewhere." It started somewhere and yeah. it fucking started with fucking Desi and fucking and Lucy and I'm like, that's brilliant. They're the first people ever. They took less money up front. All right, in Hollywood to yep. perform their episodes for I Love Lucy. And they said in their contract they wanted to keep the episodes. They wanted to keep the rights of the episodes. To own the actual own, product. Own the product, to own the rights. This is how groundbreaking that shit was at the time. The studio laughed in their fucking faces. Mm-hmm. The studio said, okay, it's not. what are you going to do with those? You can't fucking ever use them. So yeah, how are you going to rebroadcast? Yeah, we we own the network. Yeah, fine, yeah, keep them, whatever, ahead, baby. Keep, do keep whatever the rights, you buddy. You want less money? Fucking these guys are idiots. These idiots. Clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there were no reruns back then, right? So they were no like, oh, we own the rights to the show. Like that's like it's still played now. It's been almost sixty years since the TV show ended. Yeah, they we're, they're still played now in like one hundred and twenty-seven different countries. Like get the fuck out of here. Like that's their kids. Their kid, grand, grand, grandkids are fucking set up, man. They're uh, yeah. I'm trying to find the end of the. Uh, I'm trying to find when, when the series ended. Well, the I Love Lucy show. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, 19- well, I Love Lucy was uh, fifty-seven. Was when it ended. Nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah. yeah, it ran from fifty-one to fifty-seven. Yeah, and I'm just looking on on the Wikipedia, and it's a, like a show would go on to be one of the most beloved programs, of course. But then, oh, and she. <clears throat> um, in 1962, became the first woman to run a major television studio when she yes. ran Desilu. Desilu, yeah. She and you do you know what they filmed in Desilu? Another tie into the to the geek world, Star Trek. Star Trek was filmed at the Desilu Studios. Was, was filmed in Desilu Studios. A bunch of other shows, but yeah, just yeah. As far as geek, world but that just goes to show you that they saw like the future. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they not literally. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek, they were like, hey, the, this is our future show. Yeah, the final frontier. They saw the final frontier. <laughs> Gene Roddenberry comes in and he's like, wait, I already know what you're going to say. Final frontier? Space, right? right? Yes, great. <laughs> go, Babalu. And then they go shoot spaceships. It was fun. I, I mean, uh, I'm planning on naming, uh, if we ever have another daughter, I'm planning on naming her uh, Lucy. Lucy, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm like a huge fan of Lucy Ball because she represents... Everything that not just little because I'm a father of, of 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 a girl. I'm a father of a boy too. But as a father of a girl, there are certain things where you look at it and like I look at the, the society nowadays. And it's again, it's old men talk, but it's like yeah. the Kardashians are fucking are are role model, are quote role, unquote, quote air quote, quote role, role models. models. And I'm like, that's awful. Yeah. Like that's off. I mean, yes, she built an empire, but she built an empire from sucking dick. That, yeah. That's not a fucking empire that I want my daughter to have. Yeah, like, that's not how I want her to get it. Like I, that you know. fame. Like it's the and again, this is all old. Everybody who's listening right now is like these motherfuckers sound old as shit. They, but the truth is, is that the whole self esteem thing comes from uh, from uh, accomplishment. Right. Like you can't just be feel entitled to something having done nothing. 
You have to do something to earn like, oh, I feel good because I did this, because I did this. And what's happening is that there's a lot of that Kardashian thing is that what did they accomplish? No, no, nothing. They have rich family. That's what started them off. And then they could party and be, you know, get plastic surgery and be all of these things. Now, people will defend the Kardashians to me. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no, look, don't. Are don't. They, you are, know, they, like, are they successful? Yes. But my point is, going back to Lucy, not to get too far away, my point is... Yeah. I look at somebody like Lucio Ball and I think that's somebody who, forget women, that's somebody who, pe- people in general, me included, I've looked at the story of Lucio Ball and been inspired. You know, she went yeah. to New York on three separate t- uh, three separate occasions and failed. Like, fa- like she would like work for like mm. 50 cents a day. Type yeah. Of, like she, and she failed. She was like, because remember, this is depression era. Depression era. She was going hungry. And she had, one point, she broke her, uh, she got like uh, some bone thing in her, like she got like arthritis. And they, she was a dancer. And then she got arthritis in her leg, like, like a crippling arthritis. And the doctors back then were like, well, there's nothing we could do. She's going to, that's the way she, she'll never walk again. Uh, and then, and then like two or three years later, whatever, she finally was able to, you know, walk again. Right. And, uh, you when know. there was like literally no therapy, exactly, or all that and, stuff, and uh, and she went back to New York. That's the first thing she did when she went when she got better. She was like, okay, I could I could dance again. I'm gonna go back to New York. Like that's her fucking yeah. determination. Was like she I'm didn't gonna... fail. She's just like, oh, that's just a timeout. Yeah, 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 exactly. That wasn't like oh, like that's determination. Like I've looked at the story of Lucio Ball and I've heard and I've seen documentaries and been inspired myself as a man. So I'm looking at this as a as a uh, I look at her and think, man, if I was a fucking girl. That that yeah. would be the fucking chick I wear on my shirt, man. That would be the that would be the one I post. On, you know the the pictures and quotes I post on on, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, if you, you know, if people if you're hating, that's you're doing something right. You know, fucking. If you got haters, blah blah blah, yeah, whatever. Like, you look at Lucille Ball. Any quote she gives you, man. Um, but uh, she's fantastic, dude. Super funny. Um, I think the I Love Lucy show is my fa- it's my favorite sitcom of all time. Like I, that's uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. We used to on Woobro, uh We would do Mount, or you still do Mount Rushmore. Actually, I I'm gonna do a whole new podcast only on Rushmores. Oh well, Mount Rushmores for the listen, zero, uh, zeros on heroes listeners, where you pick the type the whatever the genre is, you pick the ones that are so important to you that you'd put them on a fucking mountain. Right. So it's like a, it's basically a top, it's a list. It's a, uh, so it's my a, new podcast is going to be a list thing, but it's going to be with uh, you know Mount Rushmore top four. Yeah. Uh, it, and I got the idea from a uh, another podcast called Mount Rush Four, which became really good friends of mine. But they decided to stop doing a podcast, and I asked the guy, you know, hey, is it all right if I start doing it? And he's like, yeah, have at. Oh, you take up the mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So stay tuned to Atnery Science. So I'm for not more. a thief for yeah, fucking yeah. taking <laughs> it. I'm not like Ugh, ask permission. Yeah, I really did ask permission. No, it's there. great. No, and and, and good because it's such a good concept because people talk about like uh, about top whatever. But it feels like that is quantified, like like oh this one's better, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have a Mount Rushmore, it's just the four things that are most important right. to you about from that genre. Exactly. So you don't really have to put who's number one. You don't have right. to put you right, know. right, right, right. But Lucy, I love Lucy's on my mountain. Yeah, also. absolutely. Yeah. I think best sitcom of all time. I mean, you look at it now, it's 2015. It's and at 57, and you're still laughing. There's so many good funny moments, and yeah. it ran for so long. That, and they had, like, different iterations of it. Like, people make jokes or, or talk about jumping the shark, quote-unquote, like right. when a show jumps the shark because of when Happy Days... Which uh, is a weird phrase in itself yeah. because 
in Happy Days, it jumped the shark. Like the when when Fonzie literally jumped the shark. Exactly. There were still seven more seasons left. Right. So like, <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird phrase. Like, how do you? How like, did you become shit and still have seven more seasons to go? Exactly. Like, oh, and it usually comes from later, years later, when some asshole hipster is like, well, it really did. It went downhill after the third yeah, season. Yeah. But weren't there seven more seasons? Yeah, but they were all shit. But there was a long hill down. Yeah, it, it was, was a long. long it was, was a very slow, very not a steep grade at all. <laughs> just a very shallow grade all the way into the end where it coasted off as one of the most beloved series in TV history <laughs> and spawned three or four spinoffs that were all that were incredibly all successful. Incredibly <laughs> successful. Yeah, it jumped the shark. Uh, uh, but we all know that third season is the one that Yeah, did. but the, he, they jumped the shark in season four. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. But you look at that kind of thing, that kind of argument where people look back on it. I mean, people watch I Love Lucy. The every Everything that people don't like about I Love Lucy is like, Oh well, the technology of the time was they couldn't do that. Right. They, you know, they literally they were just shooting inside the same set. Yeah, a million, and then they would do like some other, like, uh, what's your favorite? Like, if you had it was, to, it was the original Seinfeld. If you think it was it. the original Seinfeld. It was four people in an apartment. A show about nothing. Oh, a show was, about their lives. Really, it was four people in an apartment. Think exactly. Of, think about the format. Still, four people in an apartment. What Seinfeld? Four people in an apartment. Yeah, and then their interactions with the little bits of the world that right. you get to see. Exactly. You know. And it still it took place in New York. It took place in like even like right post depression, and there right. was war. Like it took place. This is how crazy of a time the I Love Lucy show was filmed. Just for the audience to put things into perspective, the entire country, if not world, the entire country definitely, at the time that they were filming I Love Lucy, the entire country knew that Lucy and Desi were married in real life. That's right. a fact. People knew that. It was a known thing. It wasn't yeah. like, hey, did you know they're married? Like, no, everybody fucking knew that they were literally really married in real life, not just playing husband and wife. In- right. And when they filmed uh, when they filmed in their bedroom, there's two separate beds. They had to do two separate beds. Two separate beds. They could not even get in the same bed this- together. That's how fucking backwards America was. Well, and America knew that these are this is a real-life married couple. It's not like, oh, these are actors, and you shouldn't be portraying that. In, in in on TV, these are real life married couples, but right. we don't want you to. We don't want. We don't want to even know that they sleep in the same bed together. How yeah, fucking crazy I, and is that? and it's and it's you know what I mean. Like it's um, it's it, the that's just a small touch of it. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean. But of that course. that reflection of them sleeping in separate beds, like you look at it now and you're like, oh, that's crazy. But at the time, you know, fine. And there's a lot of that of the era stuff. Yeah. But then there's really mo- like um, when uh, uh, Lucy would oh, like the bank account, they would to argue about money right. and how they would save have to save money. So those were all real shit. It wasn't like space or westerns or cowboys from yeah. another time. It was a, it was modern. Er- like we look at back now and it's like a history thing. It's like, oh, it's so old. Right. But when it came out, it was literally like these are the everyday problems that people are having. And they put a funny spin. It was the modern day Seinfeld where people were they were talking about like. Uh, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite episodes was when they, trying to save money, she buys a, uh, she orders a side of beef from the butcher shop. Right. Because she didn't know what that was and she thought she was going to save money. It's literally a half a cow. <laughs> so they show up at the house with a ton of meat just wrapped up and Lucy and Ethel, f- first female duo. Right. Uh, that were they would run the whole show would be just the two of them as lead characters fully engaging hilarious and so they, they dump this whole thing so then they start hanging out outside the butcher shop doing like black market deals <laughs> to sell the I'm, meat I'm laughing at just thinking about the just the premise the premise is, is great so what a smart like they're like 
Like, what a smart... Because then they show up at the butcher shop where they're like, oh, what are you going in there for? New York Strip? New York Strip? We got New York Strip right here, half price. <laughs> and then they would have like a baby carriage. They would hold it like it was a baby. And then they would just show the people like, you want to meet? You know, like, it's perfect. And it was... And it's... And, and it of the time, people were trying to save money. People were poor. They weren't was exactly... That your, is that your favorite episode? I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. a toss-up. There's hard. so many good ones. There's so many good ones. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Superman episode. Yeah, when Superman shows up for her kids' party, and she had dressed as Superman because it's it's George Reeve when Superman had a show. Right, there was the Superman show back in the fifties. Exactly. So they did a crossover. That's like that, that was like the first. And like, super hey. common. They had so many celebrity guests. Yes, yes, it was amazing. Yes. Um. You know what? You know what's funny, man. Uh. So that episode was really. I love that episode. I love the Christmas when episode. they're like she's stuck outside yeah. trying to hide from the yeah yeah it's so funny. Uh, she has a helmet on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Superman doesn't have a helmet. But yeah. She's like you gotta you gotta cover your red hair. And it's so funny because it was in black and white. We're like, we okay, we had guests. Everybody just right? yeah, because I guess because that was the first social media multimedia where they would have magazines like Harper's Bazaar and like uh, Saturday Evening Post. These were n- national publications. Like everybody read these magazines, and that was the only way you would get color print was in these like super fancy like the the the, the were a modern of the time the magazines. Right. Literally everything was black and white, black and white print, black and white photos. But then you have you know like the color thing, so it would be like she was in these magazines a lot, you know. And to have these p- photos on, I guess, billboards or whatever, you know, it's it. Again, people didn't even have color; they had no frame of reference for what color this girl's hair was. Yeah, and they had one episode where she colored her hair, and they had to say like, like, "Oh, you colored your hair!" Like it was like, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, like they had to, like if, like the whatever. And again, the the te- technology of the time, you know, right. And then they they would have the episodes where they would like when they went to California, because again, it's like a weird mix of. Man, it really was kind of like Seinfeld because the stand-up comedian thing where you travel around and all that stuff, Desi had his band, his band and the music, and they would have musical numbers and shit, and then Lucy always wanted to be a part of the show. But he, he, I, I, I'm telling you, it was fantastic. I like the episode, the Christmas episode where everybody bought their own Christmas tree, where everybody bought... Like, <laughs> they bought them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, one of my favorites is Vitamita Vegemin. Yes, yes. Vitamita Vegemin is one of my favorite things. We're going to include, like, I want to include links to all of these things, but I want to know, I don't want to do the YouTube links because I want to go to, like, if they have them streaming somewhere where you can see them all. I wonder if they have that somewhere. Uh, I don't know. But Vitamita Vegemin is one of my favorites because it shows TV of the time where the commercials were done live, where they would have to cut away on the same soundstage to... Ladies and gentlemen, this brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And then there's someone, smooth taste of Camel Cigarettes. Literally, uh, like, they just ch- move the camera. Right. It's they like put SNL. Some, it's like SNL. It's like, it's like SNL. And uh, they would do the live commercials. And then the thing is that she's drinking this thing, and she just gets drunk on air. What a, right. so, and, then she, and she has to say a tongue twister. Super simple setup. And it's the, one of the funniest things. So funny. The, and the, her, like, I think Lucy's gift was being able to play the the timing of everything like she 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 didn't know she's great timing that's why they insisted on having a live audience a live studio because like we need her the energy that is clutch yeah it's important to have the because i don't know if you've ever watched her do so everyone has probably seen the chocolate assembly line uh thing so good one of the interviews i saw become a cliche that episode yeah so fucking good it's so good and like Oh my god, this is a reason why this is a classic. They've used that trope in every sitcom I've ever seen. Yeah. There's an episode of Saved by the Bell where they're making spaghetti sauce. You remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. the same setup, perfectly st- fine, good, great. Yeah. It was hilarious. Then hilarious in uh, Saved by the Bell. They have that and then they have uh there's always that bottle episode where 
every, like every sitcom has that. Oh, they're stuck in an elevator, so the yes. whole episode takes place on one. Like yes, you know, it's what's called it's what's called a bottle episode, and then every yeah, ep- you can't get out. Yeah, you can't get out, and every every episode, every every show has that. It's fucking fantastic, and and a lot like you could trace back a lot of these. Tro- the whole celebrity guest stars thing, the whole kind of a uh, uh, show structure was defined by them, you know, and it was and it was fantastic. And and oh man, what was I going to say? The um, the cho- the, the what people don't realize a lot when you do like being a stand up is all it's words but an act out is so important yes for to commit. to commit to show that you really are trying to deliver your material right you know there's certain comics that don't do that and that's fine but it takes a lot more word smithing a lot more a lot more attention to detail in your words and an act out is equally powerful a lot of times what what you would see on I love lucy is that she would be put in all these positions where, man, she's an actress. She had never been worked in the thing, and or the one where she's like stomping the grapes, oh. and she's she's mimicking, but she's not doing it exactly right. But she's doing it enough so you're like, oh, I get immediately you're on board with what she's doing, and because she's doing it slightly off on purpose, like she could probably do it perfect, right? But because there's that element of her exaggerating slightly that act out. Makes is is so subtly funny, and you can see it a lot in the uh, candy one because she's looking at the lady next to her and trying to do the same thing. Yeah, and when she's trying to do the same thing, she's just got the motions down. She's not doing anything right, but she's just kind of like got the motions right. And it's like that subtle thing where like this person's experienced, this person's not, but it adds such like a true element to the commitment. You know, like she's on board with everything. The, I, the grape one is super funny. I think I I don't recall an episode where I go meh. Or if you do, there's like a million other ones yeah. that are great. So you're like, oh, I don't know that one, but this other one's hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember that one about the meat. And I'm like, oh fuck, I want to yeah, yeah. watch it now. Like, I, I, that sounds hilarious. That My sounds... grandmother, I would have. Did you ever see the one with the TV? Which one? Where what? they where they were trying to fix a TV, and I forgot who it was. I think it was, um, I think it was Fred. Fred, who, who who touched something and the TV blew up, and then they took they went to small claims court, right? Oh no, I've not seen. I don't so remember they went this to one. Small claims court. And they were going back and forth, and they were retelling the story at at court. They were retelling the story of how it went, and of course, each one, whoever was telling the story, had their story was completely skewed. Oh, it was all right? yeah. yeah. So it was like one of those. <laughs> oh, against each other. Against each that's other. Right, right, that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Against each other. It was it, it was the the merch uh, were uh, were against the 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 the, the balls. The, is it? No, they it were was, uh, uh, Ricardos. The Ricardos. Ricardos yeah. Right. So. Um, that that's the whole thing and they were going and then at one point he was like oh so how did he break your TV it was always oh, his fault we were trying to fix it we were looking at it and then he took an axe out of his pocket and, his, <laughs> was great. and then the judge was like can yeah. you show me how he took that axe out of his pocket and he was like ah maybe it wasn't an axe maybe it was just a knife or something like he was just, it was probably really a, was, a and he goes, all I did was touch this and then the fucking judge was like ah uh, spoiler alert uh, the judge the judge was like oh you can't break it now he didn't break it if all he did was touch that you can't break it like, that's all I did was touch that and he goes yeah that's all he did and he blew up and he goes trust me I know about TVs the that's I and then the judge went to go touch it and it blew up like a fucking right, right, right. And, and it was one of those things where it was like dude it was so funny it was just the the because that was the time where like again another trope another I'm taking my friend yeah. to court, small claims court and my story is going to be completely different than exactly. his story the friend versus friend right. argument that has to be settled by someone that, that is classic like uh, 
uh, I don't know. We keep uh, DJ Tanner versus Stephanie Tanner, yeah. and there's some sort of and, fa- and Family Guy did it. Family, family Guy, guy. Steve Urkel versus you know uh, uh, Carl Winslow. And it was yeah, like, and their, their stories were com- were the same story, but yeah. one of them were they were completely tilted towards uh, toward, you know they were. No- That's actually one of my favorite Batman the Animated Series episodes called POV. <laughs> Okay. Where they get Bullock, uh, Harvey Bullock, they get uh, a, a, one of the street cops, and what was the, what the female cop? What's her name? Miranda or something I like guess. that? I, and I, they, they're all giving... Broad, uh, just a broad. Just a, yeah. But they're all giving like <laughs> testimony as to when the, the their version of the story when there was like an, an explosion at this warehouse. And it was it's like a usual suspect style where they're each giving their version of it. Right, right. And it's one of my favorite Batman episodes yeah. of all time. And, and that, even that's kind of like... Something that I guess it's told from. I mean, literature. There's, there's, they pull from that. Sure. But the first time it was done on television. I didn't know it was the first time, but it was the most memorable time for me, anyways. You know, know I don't comedy. know if it was another show. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's just memorable. It's just, it's a funny thing to do. It's just, uh, you know, it goes to show you. Uh, go, you know, this probably would have been a better thing to say in, before we got into Lucio Ball, just mm-hmm. as a, as Disclaimer? a disclaimer. Segue. No, as a segue. Oh right. Look how much the world has changed backwards. Right. right, because here you had a woman who is head of a studio, or mm-hmm. a major studio. Uh, here you had a woman who was groundbreaking. Here you had a woman who was doing all this, all these things. Who was, you know, on top of the world as a woman in this time frame in the fifties and sixties. An incredibly 40s. difficult time to be a woman. Yes. Here we are in 2015. Now to give an update, not an update, to give clarification to the hero news that was on last week's episode with the with the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um. What what they, what Will was talking about when Disney now took over Marvel Studios? Right, they dismantled the quote unquote creative commu- uh, committee. Marvel had a quote unquote co- uh, creative committee that consisted of a bunch of people, including Joe Casada, which used to be a, a, an editor in chief, uh, and the old guy that I forget his name, the guy that Will said, "Oh yeah, he's no longer in control of uh, of Marvel Cinematic Universe." Feige now, Kevin Feige. No, no, it's Kevin Feige reported to this one guy. Oh, so he was. I forgot the guy's I don't name. Know his I name. forgot the guy's name. But he was head of the of the creative uh, committee. Uh, committee. That guy has been on record as saying, supposedly not on record, but it, from from what reports are saying is that he's the one that doesn't put out a uh, Black Widow movie, right? And he's the one that says that Black. He doesn't even make a Black Widow action figure because he's saying that nobody's gonna want to play with a girl action figure, right? That's the time frame that we're living in now. That's the guy in 2015. 2015. And he's an old guy. He's like 60, 70 years old or whatever. Right. So that's why when they dismantled the, the when they when Disney decided to go, because Kevin Feige apparently, according to reports, was on the, on the way out. He was like, he was so frustrated. Right. With, with this whole creative community. He was like, I'm fucking, I'm about to leave. They're the ones that took apart, you know, that, that Edgar, Edgar Wright thing. Right. Um, and he was, he was so frustrated that uh, support, uh, apparently he was, he was like, uh, on the verge of quitting after phase three like he was like all right after phase three i'm, I'm fucking done, done. Yeah. and uh disney was like no man don't worry about it. i got you and and they fucking took it over so now right. you report directly to me and here's the thing i don't give a fuck so run it however you want to run it that's the way it is now yeah so well, again, who's the one that's in charge of lucasfilm now it's the, the woman that's in charge of uh the disney lucasfilm oh i don't know her name oh, i don't know her name but she's but she's been oh man what I, and, and so, it sounds bad for us not to know names but it's like studio executives like we don't know right studio behind exec- the scenes like if it was if it was a fucking comic book character we'd know the name right <laughs> but, but this is uh, a real person that makes real decisions we don't fucking know these people <laughs> we don't know their names but uh yeah so think about that we're living in a time frame where one of the most popular properties 
is is superheroes, and they're saying, "Hey, let's not make a super, let's not make the female action." Kathleen figure. Kennedy, okay. I knew her name, and I had forgotten it. But yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, is is the one is and uh, is also been vital in making sure that uh, racially and 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 there's no gender. Uh, uh, no sexism and no racism in in the casting. They wanted to be sure that we, everyone. It's a very inclusive in the new Star Wars, right? And the she should get. You know, she is standing on the shoulders of like a Lucio Ball who absolutely. ran, yeah. who ran a TV studio. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. unheard of, unheard of. That's like that's that's again. This would have been better for a segue. Into yeah, Lucio Ball. Into so, Lucio Ball. So we we kind of Tarantinoed. We the, totally the, did the the, the, the segue thing, but uh, fan, that's why she's such a fantastic hero. Like she right. is a hero amongst. Like she's a true American hero. Like it, it when very much an American hero because yeah. the, this was and and slow. Like you're saying, there's been like a weird regression back to this odd, uh, whatever quote unquote um, the American dream is. This you know the way the economy is. Where in this era, she was part of that whole recovery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like after the Great Depression and after World War II, she was vital like that show was vital to keeping people tuned in on to to watch television yeah. to 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 invest in television to 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 buy a tv for their home and prove that you know like like little things like uh, that spurned the recovery she was part of this whole betterment of america and even in her show there, it, there's the progress of them remember when they move out to the country right they they, they 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 finally get a home and they move out to the country then they move out to la ricky ricardo becomes you know more known he was a struggling like he had a show at the club but that's that's a struggle. You know, they were always tight on money. Like, like it was the show progressed as the economy progressed. That was a great episode too, man, when they switched uh, roles, uh, responsibilities, the genders. Yes. So it was a guy's turn to make In the kitchen, to make kitchen and cook. And cook. And, and he was a fucking useless he, at he it. He was completely useless and he burnt, at it. He burns the and shit out of the kitchen. she had to go to work. She had to find a job. And they were completely fucking useless at their jobs. It was, it was fucking fun. It was, it, was, it was an interesting approach. I mean, it's still kind of a backwards thing. They couldn't just be like, yeah, they're equal. You know, in that era, if you put that on television, that would have been a, a scandal. It would have been like them putting them in the bed together. Right. It would have been like, no, they're not equal. But it did show like that moment of... It's just every role has every, a, has its difficulties, right? So like now when you hear, I hate when I hear, uh, like one of my friends, uh, his stay at home dad, like he doesn't have a job, his his wife makes money, right. and and people still give him shit about it, and I'm like, what kind of bullshit? I, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I, it's a, it's a. That's it a, works that's an for awful them. Job. That's an awful job to have. It's a rough job, huh? It's a fucking rough job. It's a rough man. job. Jesus, you stay man. at home. Yeah, I'm. Cause it, uh, my wife's a stay at home. Uh, mom uh, yeah mom she, and uh because i travel a lot i'm on the road a lot but when i come back my wife was like they're yours like cause she's so it's know, vacation time it's vacation time for her right and it's completely understandable right that and reset she, button and, and she doesn't even she doesn't even like go she it's not like she ever goes hey i'm gone for five days you know you deal with them she's like very much so i i i've been home for like the last two weeks mm-hmm. right I, I haven't been on the road and i'm still fucking struggling I have her to help me, and I'm still like, oh my god, this is a fucking yeah. headache. How do I do this? Like it's so like it, the days are so long. So when you said, oh my friend is a guy and he's a stay at home dad, I'm like, I wouldn't want that job for the. It's a hard dad. job. Fuck well, that. that's, that's the thing job. is that every every role has everybody has its every role is has its difficulties. Right. Everybody's life has their own difficulties, and it was an interesting way to present it even back then, like a universal approach, to like, hey, everybody, ease off on judgment. Yeah. It was really kind of an interesting thing. And then, oh man, one of my favorite, another really good episode. I want to say my, they're all my favorite. Like all of these ones that I'm remembering. But like the one where she she's pregnant, she's going to give birth. Oh. And he, well, she, is she going to give birth of the, of the announcement that she got pregnant? 
No, there was the, the announcement. She got pregnant was great too. Where he where he where he, he was singing a song. He was singing the Rock About Baby song. Yeah. And he got a note. He said, I'm pregnant. I haven't told my husband yet. Can you sing that song, uh, Rock About Baby? So help me. Uh, yeah. That. And it was classic. It was and, and, then she, and, then, and then he goes to the table yeah. and he's like, is it you? Yeah. No. Is it? And then he taps on the shoulder. Is it you? And then she nods. And then he's there's that great. Like oh right what you know like, what yeah <laughs> it was great it's great and but, then the, well, she got the one I'm talking about is where she's pregnant she's about to give birth and they do the whole the time has come and then they have the suitcase and they're very well choreographed and they go and they do the thing and then and then all of a sudden she's like I think it's time and they're like oh right. bah! and everything's fucking yeah. candelabra crazy flying all over the place and everything's another trope another, another trope. trope that's been done in every sitcom sense. And, and you know it's funny and then when you have a kid you realize it's nothing like that <laughs> absolutely nothing like that if they, and I understand why they all film it's it that way it's for a show it's for a show because if they filmed it the way it was really it's boring really boring as shit nobody ever goes eh, it's time and oh my god the baby's gonna come in 10 minutes no you got well, hours bro I was almost born on I-95 I'm one of those where it was like uh, they thought my mom thought I was gas <laughs> my mom thought I was a she fart wasn't, she wasn't wrong she was not wrong <laughs> I was uh, the stink that was coming in her life, but uh, then, but then, uh, my like my dad had to like like haul ass to the hospital, and uh, I was I was almost born on 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 the highway on yeah. I ninety five, almost the, born. Or uh, the car, yeah, she was already pushing pushing me out. On a, I hear this story every time someone's pregnant in my family. Ugh. I hear this story every time. I just that car was ruined. Yeah, okay. but every did, did they wash? What did they sell it after? Like they had to fucking get rid of that car now, right? Like nothing actually happened in the car. Like well, oh, my dad was driving, and then this is as close to I Love Lucy as it gets. But for my in my life, that a cop pulls up next to a Cuban dad was driving. A Cuban dad <laughs> was driving my car. Oh, my mom uh, to uh, and then and my dad's like. And he had a you know like a shitty car back then, so he's like going as fast as he can go, and he's speeding. He's doing like you know whatever eighty something, and then uh, a cop pulls up next to him, and was like, "Hey, slow down!" He's like, "My wife's in labor," and the cop's like, "What hospital? Mercy, go!" Boom, and the cop takes off to the point where my dad can't keep up. Like the hey, cop I got just, a really shitty car. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Wait, no way for me! My car's a piece of shit." <laughs> And the cop takes off. Boom! Lights and sirens, and my dad's just like, "We'll just get there when we get there," I guess. Yeah. And when we get to the hospital, it's so funny because I can just imagine that cop from that that story from the cop's perspective. Yeah, I fucking took off the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker I, lied to me. I gave him lights and sirens. <laughs> I gave him lights and sirens, and this guy took twenty five minutes after I got there to get there. I'm like, yeah. bitch. When he get when we get to the hospital, and again, I've heard this story so many times. And when we get to the hospital, my the, the guy, the cop, is literally like, "Oh yeah, you okay? Let's get a wheelchair." Like he's yeah, he's literally doing he's the regular record. Your dad had to calm and my down. dad's like, "Easy, buddy." And it happened so fast that we hadn't. My, I have an older brother that was a baby at the time, and we we couldn't take him to my grandmother's house, so he was with my dad. And my my dad was like, "Easy, buddy." You know, like yeah. it's he's like, "We'll get her in the wheelchair. We we'll take her inside." All this stuff. My little brother is, you know, like one and a little, just over one years old. Sees all the stuff with hoses and all of the hospital you mean shit. Your older brother, yeah. When he, yes, my older brother. So you said my little brother, and I was like, well, yes, that, my mistake. Mean. Older brother, but he was little at the time. Right. I wasn't born yet. Right. That part's coming. And then uh, he he's looking around at everything, and he's like, vacuum clean it, vacuum clean it, because he thinks everything is a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> everything with a tube on it is a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and the cops literally it really is so fucking I love Lucy. It really is. And then, so he's like, fall, like so they're like rushing the wheelchair. Um, 
this is Miami. So my doctor's name, I'm not kidding, was named Manolo Sanchez. That's hilarious. The doctor Manolo. And then he goes, he's wearing, he's, it's in the middle of the night. They call him from his house. He comes, he shows up. He's wearing a guayabera. And he's wearing, right, uh, he? he's wearing yeah. a Wyoming is like a Cuban shirt. Right, it's very stereotypical. Four pockets. Four pockets. Four. Yeah. Not I, lying, not exaggerating. Not one, not two. Four front pockets on the shirt. Four front pockets Very on Cuban. The shirt. He comes in and he's like, oh, let's get the pasando aquí. And like the, the most Cuban birth ever. And, uh, and, it, and then finally it's done. And uh, like in an hour, like boom, I was, I was gone. Yeah. I was gone. That's the closest yeah, I get to I like, Lucy. Get the hell out of here. Get to get get me out of this uterus. Yeah. I'm like, this is boring. I'm free, bitch. <laughs> uh nah, yeah. Very, very I love, I love that episode. Yeah, yeah, that episode was fantastic. Uh the episode where Mike was born was hilarious. The episode where I was born. <laughs> but I will say that episode also included if, if everybody just like tuned out for a second and came back, I'm like, I don't remember that episode where they were in Miami. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> the Miami. Well, there was the some of the Havana episodes. Yeah. They went they go to Cuba. Yeah. This is back when that before the revolution and before all that stuff. Which is an interesting dynamic also. But um uh, that episode also included there's of the time, so you can very clearly see uh, Desi was doing a show at the club, and he because they said that it was going to be take time, and this had happened a couple times, right? So there was a, a couple fake things. Right. So he was doing a show at the club, and he was dressed as a uh, santero or like a witch doctor. Right. So the motherfucker's in blackface. He's or not blackface. He's got like a skull painted on his face, right. and he's wearing like like uh, claws around his like a necklace, and he's got like a grass skirt and the crazy crazy hair. Right. To the point where he shows up and uh, back when before the men were not allowed into the birthing suite. So he's behind the glass. The good old days. The good old days. Where so he shows up and he shows up to the glass, and then there's a nurse there uh, that goes to show the baby, and he turns around, and the nurse fucking like flips out and runs away, and then they call the cops, but the yeah. guy's like, "No, I'm," a, you know, like, and he's in, he's in like all this crazy like uh, stereotypical funny, jungle stuff. Like, no, then I'm the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> she requested the, the uh, she requested a voodoo doctor at, yeah. her, at the birth of her daughter. <laughs> yeah, I'm the voodoo midwife. <laughs> I'm the doula or whatever. What's it called? Anybody who's not welcomed in a fucking ER, the fucking midwives. Like, you sure? yeah, <sighs> yeah, you're here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're a medical professional. Okay. Jeez. I'm sure there are plenty of great midwives out there. Sure, but to but a doctor, is no, no, there isn't. Not a, yeah, right. Not uh, to a doctor. Not the same. I, get, I don't give a shit. I care less. Yeah. But you know. But I'll tell you what that like that show was just. Dude, you know how great the show was. You know how monumental the show was. That. I found out that Ricky and Desi got divorced. Uh, Lucy and Desi. Lucy, I'm sorry. What did I say? Ricky. Ricky, Ricky. Ricky, Ricky. Lucy and Desi got divorced in real life. I found that out maybe three or four years ago, and I was fucking heartbroken. You were like, uh-huh. Three or four years ago, I'm like, oh, my God, I thought they loved it. That's the crazy shit. That, like, that's how... And, and apparently, I watched like old interviews with, with Lucy, mm-hmm. and she said that there was like a backlash because they, the... the, the, the um, you weren't supposed to get... Uh, no, it's divorce? not even about a divorce. It's about that they wanted them to stay together. They, they, were, they were so hurt that they weren't that they were no longer together. Yeah, like it was like people were like, "Oh my!" Like it was a like I was heartbroken Sad. three years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like I, I could only imagine being in time. I was like, "Oh my god, that's yeah." I, and and is you know, nothing it's, real is yeah. nothing real anymore. <laughs> like that's I don't know. Anyways, it's um. Did you know that that. Uh, she, she, uh, they were the last. Uh, uh, she was the last person to speak to, uh, to speak to Desi before he passed away. 
Yeah. It was like their birth, one of their birthdays or something. Yeah. And it was late at night. I know. They, they still had like. Oh, they were still friends. Yeah. They still like had they, a friendship. Uh, but uh, they even had a show afterwards. Even yeah. After that, Lucy the show, Lucy show. Yeah, the Lucy show that they both worked in and they weren't married anymore. Yeah. Um, she was uh, some guy named Morton or Lucille. There was a comedian. Yeah, he, she, she was she married, married twice more, right? Yeah, she married. No, she married. I think once more. I think if I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I'm not exactly but sure. He, um, but uh, anyway, so they, they spoke. Uh, she said, I love you. Uh, good night, I love you. And then uh, he died in his sleep. Yeah. And I was like, that's th- that's the most romantic thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. That's so sweet. I mean, it really is. Like, And then the thing is that she's she she went, she went didn't have to do anything else. Actually, she was one of the funny, like on the Dean Martin roasts. She oh, would she be so on good. the Dean Martin roasts. Yeah. And it was like, she was always just kind of inherently funny. So when she would give interviews and stuff like that, and this is, she's already kind of like an older lady, you know, like she, when she, when she, she lived a long life. Yeah. You know, but then she talks about like man. She apparently they all like were druggies and they all partied up, man. They were drinkers, big drinkers. Oh, everybody was a drinker. Yeah, I love how Did you know Fred Merce was such a drinker. The guy that played Fred, Fred, uh, I forget yeah, his name. Yeah, show. he was such a drinker. He was known to be an alcoholic that it was in his contract that he could not drink. Uh, on like like he put that in his his own contract because he wanted the job so bad. That he would but be he like, I re- won't. He drink. had the reputation of being an alcoholic, right? So he literally had the, uh, that in his contract that he would not drink he would not touch alcohol during while they were filming right and he fucking did for like nine years or eight years or whatever yeah man what a gig fuck, dude yeah and he was like I, if someone I told did. me i had to like give up uh pizza or whatever uh, or something <laughs> <laughs> no you're gonna be the next imagine uh, telling walkers hey you're gonna be the next you know fred mertz but you gotta give up cannolis and he'd be like nah i'm all right he'd be like fred, fred mertz was overrated anyway <laughs> I'm waiting for my Desi roll. I'm waiting for my fucking. I'm waiting for Wouldn't my Desi awesome? rolls with my fucking <laughs> with, with the cannolis. What if Desi? What if Will Watkins takes a Cuban Desi Arnaz roll from me? Oh, I'd be like, you awesome. motherfucker! That's so so I, funny. I could actually see him more as a Cuban, and they could see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but yeah. Oh, so, and and uh, we're we're gonna wrap all this stuff up. Yeah, but, yeah. but there's one thing that I want to mention. Also, there's a real. She had this funny story when she was on like the Dick Cavett show. She had gotten dental work and was able to hear radio signals. Did you ever hear that story? No, I didn't hear that story. All right, so this was on Mythbusters. I think Mythbusters one. But then it was also like, um, I always laugh when I hear this because it sounds like a crazy thing. But back in the days, they had like no, like the radio signals and no restrictions on the radio signals. She would say that she got, um, uh, she had dental work and they had lead fillings. This is back when they would put fucking lead in your mouth. Of course. And it would poison you. you. And then she explained it. Just in case Superman wanted to see your fucking dental record, you couldn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I can see through everything except that spot in that guy's mouth. <laughs> um, so she said she was driving by the studio. Like she was driving home one day on, on, from the studio. She could hear like like beep, like radio, like in her ear. She could hear it. And she thought she was going crazy. And it turns out she she may have been, she said she was receiving Japanese radio signals and code transmissions or something like that now they're saying that it's not proven or anything like that, but she she went on an interview on national what television the myth, what the mythbusters say mythbusters said that you can pick it up that it may cause free but you it would be like you're picking up it's an auditory hallucination if you hear anything specific like it's not like a speaker you know what i mean right. I, if I remember correctly, I don't really remember but uh but that was like also during the time of the cold war remember like like all of that post world war two time with spies and things like that. Like there was that might have been true, you know. Like that was of that time also. Yeah, 
I don't know, man. But I love that story where she's just like on. She's like some I old. Got, cri- I got that's the, the fact that the part of the story I love is oh, we get lead fillings. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? I'm sorry. What did you say? Did you? You didn't put yeah. mercury up your ass. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. why like we couldn't just. You oh know, no no! I, I, I she didn't die of cancer. It's amazing. Right, right. She's like, no, no, no. I have an asbestos asthma inhaler. Yeah, <laughs> and I have. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, nowadays we're like, well, don't use a cell phone. That's gonna cause cancer. Don't like, use bitch, a- you know what our fucking great yeah. parents went through? Like they had lead fucking fillings. Yeah, Are you serious. I, I always laugh when because uh, the thing about also of this era, like that was when celebrities they talk about or like there was one of the roasts where she talks about orgies like she just very clearly says that this guy takes two medicines and this so that he can sleep through his orgies <laughs> these motherfuckers were having orgies like celebrity orgies well yeah but like you could just go and have that and then be like all right i'm gonna go make my family television program <laughs> and then be like uh, but and then and cut yeah but remember uh who was it that had that that great family tv show and then was raping women on the side who was that uh, oh, that's right, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah, like, Bill Cosby. Like, and then also, uh, but but like, and then also, think about that. Think about how crazy the Seventh that, Heaven guy was a pedophile, right? Uh, Fucking crazy, yeah, man. But this, think about that. Like, this is a religious show. I'm a pastor. I play a right. pastor, but in real life, I'm fucking touching children. <laughs> but even back then, like, they should just like the the remote again. Going back to the whole Fantastic Four thing of uh, social media, yeah. like, give them a break, man. Let them go fuck you know each other and leave them alone yeah. let them get that all that yeah, out of their let, system let them rape women by putting fucking uh by putting uh, no uh, i mean the, in their fucking body. i mean the the i love lucy oh, orgy yeah. style yeah yeah, yeah. yeah let, let dean martin and uh let the rat pack run a train on <laughs> lucille ball who cares she's on board <laughs> if let she's okay it. with it you should be okay with it what too. a sexually liberated woman she's a hero <laughs> no but like genuinely like they would have all of these op- and every generation thinks they're the first ones to invent drinking like oh, yeah, yeah. every I, I hate like when you see teenagers or like like this whole beer bong culture and like oh, yeah. beer, beer pong and and drink this and all these games and stuff and everybody thinks that they're the hardest partiers when you're like no 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 you go these guys were having these guys used to party with quaaludes on the regular on the regular on the fucking regular that was a th- like hey do you have any 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 quaaludes? I'm just gonna pop a few ludes and yeah. drink this fifth of vodka uh-huh. and then go film a TV program <laughs> successfully yeah <laughs> and then they're like Emmy. <laughs> you know like it's amazing you know emmy they're, they're tougher people back then yeah, man. Yeah, yeah and of course this oh man this is a great one of our crotchety old man hours i love it this is wonderful i love but, your yeah. hair is thinning by the way i don't know if you know that yeah your yeah 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 i didn't know that you didn't until know you look down because like, you're taller than me yeah, asshole yeah, i don't see the fucking top of your head you're like nobody does like, that's why i get like, away I, with it yeah you're like yeah you totally get away. and then uh, you look you're sitting down you're looking down i was like oh my god his hair's yeah It'll uh, go. It'll. I'll shave it when eventually. Oh, no, I'm there. Yeah, I know. I know the, I know the feeling. You're my. You're my. Uh, but it's still hurt. I gotta be honest with you. I've been sad. saying that all my life. I'm like because I see my dad. I'm like, well, if I ever go bald, if I ever start going bald, I'm just gonna shave it. Right. But I, I gotta be honest with you. It hurts more than you think it's gonna hurt. Even if I know. Say, even if sad. you are telling yourself now, hey, I'm gonna do it. But yeah, anyways. I know. I know. Uh, uh, one thing we didn't touch on was the whole House of Un-American, uh, the House Committee on Un-American Activities. That was the whole Cold War era. Wow, I didn't and know about like, that. What's going on? Uh, apparently, she was listed. Her party affiliation is communist. Really? Yeah, this is a weird thing. But it was because uh, she wanted to, uh, like, be, but she was pursued by like the McCarthy era people, and it may, it may have been, had something to do with the whole Cuban thing. But then I think she reverted away from it after the Cuba thing. But she was, yeah, she had to go on all these, you know, like. Uh, so she wasn't like perfect. 
Like she had like, but it was all oh, she had yeah. controversies. Everybody she had, had controversies. Orgies. Yeah, she had all these orgies fucking, and stuff. Like that. But like the thing communist is, communist orgies just fucking taking it with fucking. But <laughs> that's not the heroic, you know what I mean, aspect of it. But like it, but no hero is perfect. In, in fact, the be- the better heroes aren't aren't perfect. We just talked about how crazy Batman is. You know, like there's no fucking. You know, yeah, you, you have to and, have your flaws. And in the real world, everyone like that's the whole thing. Like you can accept this woman for all of her accomplishments and how amazing she was as a comedian and all of these things. And it's like, yeah, and she she had a belief that she stood behind and all this stuff. In another, again, in an era where that would have black and, and look, you're allowed to believe whatever you want. Probably what she was and believing was not like communism how we know it now, right? But definitely in some form of like socialism, probably liberalism, right? And then, like, in a time where just saying the wrong thing would get you blacklisted in Hollywood. So would get you uh, blacklisted, FBI we'll, we'll searches. In front of a fucking committee in Washington, D.C., yeah. Yeah, like, like just, just saying that, oh, we should probably have more freedom of whatever. Boom. You're, in, you're under arrest. You know what I mean? Like, that's, there's a certain thing for, for, to be said for being outspoken. You know what I mean? Did, but I didn't know that about her. Yeah, she said that she never stated that. Like, there, there's documents and paperwork, but she's like, "No, I'm not a member of the Communist Party." But uh, where is the thing that I'm, I was going to read? Uh, she did not know. Blah, 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 blah. But like, she was she was like questioned and all of these things. Uh, where where is the thing? Well, whatever. I mean, it's uh, where is the thing? The direct. It was under the J. Edgar Hoover era. Where like they were cracking down on anybody right, who said right, right. anything. Well, it's the McCarthy so they, era. yeah, the McCarthy era, and they were trying to like bring her down, and she was like middle finger to the air, yeah, and, she you was know, like um, fuck all I'm, y'all. I might love Lucy, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like not the fuck <laughs> the world. Like fuck everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves that's, me. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a fucking thing. Like people go, I, I love that's you know that's I don't know, man. They try to bring her down. They try to bring her, the man trying to bring the woman down. Yeah, and she's like no. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a big part of it. If that was a very big part of like the whole fem- like the feminism thing. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine there was like guys that the the, the the she's married to a Cuban. The Cubans are, cu- are fucking are communists. She's a communist, right? What the fuck? How did that happen? Yeah, like I just uh, I said I I said I had a good time in Cuba. Oh my god, I must be like yeah, I had a good time in Cuba. Organizing communist party affiliations? No, 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 no. no. I danced some salsa that's music. Not what you, I didn't say that. That's, yeah, that's not what you said. But McCarthy, people don't believe. Like that, if you go back to look at the, that whole McCarthy situation. Yeah, man. All of that's was like, crazy. It was like, did you just say, he's like, I need a, I need a bus because uh, I love commuting. You love communism? Yeah. Like, no, I said commuting. It's but like, it was like that. Yeah, it was that. really strict. So, like, imagine that, like, there's, she, if there's anyone that's, like, a female role model that has been through the, like, because right now, modern times in the United States, I'll say, are the most equal the most liberal the most free that they've ever been even though you got the kim davis bullshit going on backwards now yeah it's kind of progressing so free that now they're going they're so free that that it's like that it's they're free from common sense now yeah yeah they're so free that now they're 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 voluntarily it's like the whole kim davis thing just Mm -hmm. to be able to this is how free they've gotten that now they want to be able to pray in, like now they want to be able to pray in schools. Like you've gotten so free, right? That you don't have to do that. But now you're going. Now yeah, you're like you're going free. We're like now nah, we've had too much freedom. We got to restrict ourselves. Yeah, you, this is just too much. You know, like, it's like come on, fuck you're off. You're so free that you're like, well, in the Bible, it's well, I, I work for the government. 
You should the no, government. No, it doesn't matter. No, you, but we actually fought for you. Fought for this in the fifties. You fought for separation ex- of state and church. Yeah, and yeah. now we're like, no, it's got to be this. Like that's how fucking ridiculous we've got it. Right, we're going out backwards. We yeah. can't have fucking super. We can't have female action figures. We can't have. Like, yeah, right. Can't, I mean, we gotta, we're going backwards. And we're, then it's like a slap in the face to Lucille Ball. So if you show some respect to show Lucille some Ball, respect. And and bring some real equality in and stop trying to be fucking telling everybody what to do. Let them do don't, whatever the fuck they want. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. Don't tell me what flag to fly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I do I do think this is a great hero. I really So wrap it up. If if like what was the where I'll make you pick one. Favorite episode. I don't know. I I talked about a couple of them and I think they're all great. And you're absolutely right. Oh, all right, so, let's do Mount Rushmore. Uh of episodes? Yeah. Well, the chocolate one. The has chocolate to be. ones the chocolate in there. One from, has to be. That steak one sounds amazing. The steak one is from is on mine. I, I yeah, you I, got, I, I gotta look. I was laughing at the description. Like, holy shit, this is hilarious. This my, is fucking- so I'll tell you why because this is something that I, I would my you know childhood divorce single mom my my grandmother would watch me all the time right. and this is back when she would you would or, mail order VHS collections of course and they used to advertise these Isla I have Lucy collections. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Entire, I, did, I did DVD collection, but they have they <laughs> have they had VHS at the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, every once in a while, my my grandmother would get them in the mail, and we'd sit there and we'd watch it because it was only one VCR. Yeah. And the big TV had the VCR on it, yeah. and we would all sit there and we would watch. I would sit. I was the I, I was the sassiest uh, little kid in the world because we would watch. I love Lucy and the Golden Girls. We oh, watch fucking the best. Fucking the, thank you for being a friend. Yeah, you know, thank like, you. and it was the best. We'd sit there and watch with my grandmother. So she, that was like. Like standard, not, uh, not to deviate too much, but did you see that somebody actually calculated, counted up how many men the Golden Girls slept? slept yes, with? I, I, forget, I saw the article. Like Five hundred forty. Yeah, these, so absurd. These dirty old women. The dirty old fucking. Even everybody, everybody. Even the fucking old. The, the uh, what's her name? Estelle had the, Getty. Estelle had the, had didn't even have the least. You would think, oh, she's the oldest. She's gonna. I think wasn't Betty White. It was Betty White's character. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, yeah, Rose. That she had the yeah. least. Like, it's fucking weird. She was the, from Saint Olaf. Yeah, uh, but they, but yeah, no, that that that's what we would do. So we would watch the and the ones I remember uh, are the the one of the ones that I really love when she was when she had to go to when they were in Hollywood and there was the Harpo Marx one where the Marx brothers right right where. Um, she was pretending to be Harpo Marx, and then he actually shows up. Yeah, the Harpo Marx. The Harpo Marx, the actual, like, Harp from the Marx Brothers. And then there's the one with John Wayne. There was, like, a whole run of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. In the, so I don't know which one I would pick of that. I would choose my favorite one, the Christmas episode, uh, the grape episode. No, I'm sorry, not the Christmas episode. I love that one, too. But my Mount Rushmore would be the the grapes, mm-hmm. right? The smashing the grapes, the uh, chocolates. Uh, that sounds like that sounds very much like a Will Watkins. Yeah, yeah, like, it's totally the, Will. the one with the, the cannolis. cannolis. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ca- Kid Cannoli strikes again. Yeah, uh, the Cannoli Kid uh, strikes again. Uh, and uh, was it the Superman? Uh, the Superman, the one, Superman right, episode, yeah. and uh, and and I like the whole just because I'm a sap, an emotional sap. Uh, the uh, when, when the she birth told, announcement. Yeah, the birth announcement. The pregnancy yeah, announcement. The pregnancy yeah, announcement. Yeah. Oh, no. That's a good one. Mine would be the Vitamina Vegemin. Oh, great. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Vitamina Vegemin, classic. Uh, the the, uh, the the pregnancy, well, the one with the, the the time has come. Then they all go crazy. Um, and then the, the, the chocolate one. 
the chocolate one's yeah, classic. Yeah, of course, of course. And then the side of beef one. That one stuck with me so hard. I got to watch that now. Yeah. I'm really going to go look up side of beef uh, I Love Lucy. I, w- like, I, I would love to. I, it, just that premise, the fact that they're selling it next to the fucking butcher shop. Yeah. I don't want, like the balls on these We're going to look. We're, I'll look, we'll look it up now after the show because I want to find I want to see if it's available because we'll post it in the, in the, in the ZOHQ. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Neri, for uh, hosting this episode. Wait, recording. Your, no, but you're you're hosting our podcast right, in okay. your studio tonight. Right, right, thank right. you. Uh, thanks to Will Watkins for not answering his goddamn phone. Fo- answer your phone, man. Yeah, man. You walking dogs for God's sake. Fucking buy a Bluetooth. <laughs> that's twenty five bucks. You buy one. Totally. Jesus. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna, that'll be the contribution. And you know what? Uh, uh, we're gonna talk about it in a later podcast. But um, this is a, the hero of the day, and I really do want to bring it up. But my my my. It's an odd connection, but my my stepmom's father passed away recently. Sorry, yeah, and uh, but it's you know like he he was sick for a while, whatever. He was uh, super generous to his family, and they've been decided to be super generous with the podcast and help me out. They're incredibly supportive of me moving to New York and start a career in comedy, all this stuff. And uh, I want to talk about him because he was an Air Force uh, officer. He, wor- he he served in World War II in Korea. He was stationed all over the world and he was a true badass. He really hated Oriental people. Uh-huh. He really hated Oriental people. He did. <laughs> no. He's like, World War II and Korea. He's like, this motherfucker hated the slants. Uh, he was actually in England. He was on the, he was on the European front. Oh, so, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right on. So, uh, uh, Colonel Peterson, hero of the day. Yes. Yeah. Thank you Thanks, very much, man. sir. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Please uh, post a review if you want or on iTunes or anything you listen to this on. And uh, give us suggestions on uh, heroes you'd like to see. Is this your first... I think this is your. Oh no, it's not. I was gonna say your first real life hero, but you've done Jackie Chan and shit. Yeah, yeah, we've done uh, like uh, uh, the Jackie Chan was one. Emo Phillips was a comedy hero of uh, Lucas did that That's one, right. and yeah, we've had a bunch of. Yeah. We we try and and just recently we had uh, you know uh, Diego Lopez come on and talk about Ashrita Furman, who's this weird guy that collects world records, like spiritual nice. dude. Interesting episode. Really, really interesting. How has it come out yet? Uh yeah no it's posted it's oh, been posted? Up. yeah I, yeah, I yeah. Heard it. we had a couple come out in sequel we got a lot of guests coming up and we've been uh, really thankful to all the guests that have been on and, oh, and cool. go back and check uh, previous episodes they all kind of stand alone except for the hero news part <laughs> hero news hero news but uh, thank you for listening and remember to go out oh and Nary uh, signs at Nary signs on Twitter just on go tw- to whatwashisname.com that's right and everything from Facebook from my from my Facebook comedy page to the podcast Twitter to everything is on uh, what was his name featured on the Paul and Young Ron show that's here right. in South Florida on uh, Big 105.9 and yeah. he's uh, all over the place uh, tr- uh, great comic everybody should go check him out at Nary Signs he's the best and he's my friend thank you and uh, at Uberpod is his podcast also yes. uh, so thank you guys for listening uh, at Mike Mercadal at William A. Watkins check out the episode where the uh... at Uberpod look at the fa- watch the, listen to the Fantastic Four episode yeah. the uh, Mystery Ubro Theater 3000 which is a direct rip and we unabashedly claim it to be oh yeah oh, absolutely and uh, but uh that's uh, that's about it. All right, thank you guys, and remember to go out and be heroic. Oh. <laughs> and I got a wonderful present for you. You want to hear it? Hear it. I love Lucy, and she loves me. We're as happy as two can be. Sometimes we quarrel, but then. <laughs> We love making up again Lucy kisses like no one can 
is my missus and I'm her man. And life is hell. 